0: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Hashtag no music, no intro. Ooh. Emergency podcast. We released the podcast. We did the draft recap pod last night. No weight at all in terms of what happened. And we we even talked about it a little bit last night in terms of the possible signing of uh Tyron Matthew and him coming home to Louisiana, we kind of talked about a little bit, but as things quickly change in the NFL, uh, Tyron Matthew is officially coming back to Louisiana. He's going to sign with the Saints on a deal. Three years, $33 million. We'll see, you know, how it works out. Um, So we're going to dive all into that and have like a, you know, an emergency podcast talking about, Matthew being signed. Uh, but before we get into that, I wanted to actually address this at the beginning of the podcast instead of waiting to the end when people have already kind of tuned out or stop listening. Uh, guys, we are we are well since I guys, sorry. Y'all, we are very excited just in terms of where the podcast is going um, in totality, just where we started from two plus years ago. Um, right now for our Patreon, we have 105 active Patreons um you know donating some you know something to us or contributing something to us per month um that helps like Ryan said on yesterday's show helps towards us being able to put things together like going to Vegas and and covering the draft and going to the senior bowl and, and stuff like that. Um, so I said it last night but it's at the end of the podcast. So I'm gonna say at the beginning of this one if you're listening to this podcast, if you're not a Patreon, please, please, if you can afford it, and again, big emphasis on if you can afford it, Um, please become a Patreon, you know, even if you can't do a lot. I broke it it down because I was going through our podcast numbers. We average anywhere from 1,600 listens to 2,200 listens, right? Out of those 1,600 to 2,200 listens, we have 105 active Patreons. So if you're listening to this right now, if you're not a Patreon, Please, if you can, uh, become a Patreon, even if it's just $1. We have a lot of things in store for our Patreons in terms of incentive things. Uh, Mm -hmm. The live stream that we did during the draft, the Zoom live stream for all our Patreons who had access to the Zoom link who participated was amazing. We're going to try it out during the preseason. So we're going to try out and have these live stream zoom sessions that's going to be streaming on youtube of us all watching a saints preseason game having drinks getting jokes out uh-huh. <clears throat> see how it goes in the preseason though no. my only only concern about it is with football in terms of streaming and things like that sometimes like there's a delay like some someone may be ahead and their reaction but i've kind of as a Saints fan, like, it doesn't bother me kind of knowing what happens anymore. Like, it just, it used to. I didn't want to know. Now I'm like, whatever. Um, so we're going to try them out in preseason. We have some raffles we have in store. So the big goal, our big goal to get to before the start of the season is 200 Patreons. We're at 105. So we need 95 more people who listen to this podcast to just just make, you know, make the commitment. Not only that, not only are we doing the live streams during the preseason, and if it works out, we're going to do it during the regular season. But we're gonna like I, I keep talking. We keep talking about our Discord. Our Discord is has become like its own little community and place in itself. Um, I love our Discord. Um, so I wanted to put that before we start talking football stuff. Uh, like we we enjoy, we appreciate what Minute Media is. Done for us and and all that and and giving us kind of bigger platforming, obviously giving us more listeners. But a big part of our podcast is still very much the the Patreon stuff, and so I did want to address that at the beginning
2: instead of waiting to the end. Anything that you want want to add as as well? No, man, you pretty much hit on all of it. You know the you know the more that we can get coming in, the more we could uh, just kind of circle back and reinvest in the podcast to give us the flexibility to you know not only improve on uh what we can do for our patrons and the listeners but also improve on you know the quality we can bring do more video more uh more content you know better video you know invest in equipment and stuff like that and really get this thing going i got i i've been having ideas about you know a statistics database for a long time like a email list and a, a newsletter that can go out for a long time that I just, you know, really hadn't had the incentive or the time to really put together. But, you know, that's something we could, you know, we could do if there'd be enough people interested. So, yeah, like I said, man, like we, we're we not sitting here like, oh, we need this money. But, you know, whatever you can give a dollar, two dollars a month, whatever, you know, we really appreciate, like we really do appreciate it. It's not like we sitting there buying Louis Vuitton bags with it. You know what I'm saying? Like this is <laughs> like, absolutely not. This is, not. A, this is a symptom to, to you know to show us that you know that we're doing something that brings you some kind of value. Um, so yeah, but you know, but we like, honestly, I can't even. Like, I got. I just. I mean, it's a blessing to me. Like what the, the, the hundred five patrons we've got now. Like you guys are, you know, brings the tears to my eye, man. It's it's crazy
0: and
1: and it, not everyone but like there are some of the 105 who've been patreons or you know with, since we've started like yeah. when, since, when we first came started doing the whole patreon thing yeah. um, so we truly truly appreciate all y'all if you're listening um and is not a patreon and you have been thinking about it and blah blah just you know, we're just trying to get that goal to 200, and then I'm, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Once we get to 200, bro, I don't want, I don't want 300. Like, this is something that we we don't want it to to stop. We we, you know, this is become like it's been a, a big project passion of of ours for a while. Um, but like Ryan kind of alluded to, um, I like we do this as a side hustle, not even a side hustle. We do it because we enjoy to do it, but this is right. also like a side thing that we do. Ryan has a full-time career. I have a full-time career. You know, sometimes perfect example is today. I left home at seven 30. I didn't get home until like six 30, <laughs> six 30 PM. But you know, here I am recording, talking about tomorrow Matthew. Cause one, we got to talk about it, right? Like that's a huge fucking thing in the state yeah. of Louisiana. And two, like, I enjoy talking about football, right? So, and I know that for whatever reason, people like listen, like to listen to us talk football. So, you know, just we appreciate you if if you have the means to, um, and if you if you can. Um, we also between like I I said it loud in the last podcast. There's going to be a big period of like dead time coming up. Like the NFL is just going to go silent. I know our numbers and our listeners are just going to drop. That's just the the cyclical cycle of how it is because I've seen it. Um, but just because the NFL does do, go dead doesn't mean that the podcast goes dead. So we have some guests in mind, some football related, some not football related. Like we have some, some things that we just have, you know, for, for our listeners that we're excited about Um but anyhow, let's let's get into the signing. Uh I would say Matthew signing with the Saints and Chris Olave being drafted is two of like, and I didn't even check Twitter during the Olavo a Olave drafting because we were at, you know, we were together, we were doing the live stream. But Saints Twitter, you know, after Matt you know, to Rod's side, and just, those are two moves that
2: have the fan base just on Cloud Non right now, bro. That's cloud right. nine. Yep, and I love it. I love seeing it, bro. Like, I was doing it today, man, just the little kid looking down with the cup, just like, <laughs> you know, like watching the kids open the Christmas presents or whatever, man. Just a, <laughs> I just like seeing it, man. I like seeing Saints 2 Happy, you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's Rational or not, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? It's just good to see, you know, the fans enjoying, you know, enjoy the offseason, especially this offseason, which has been, you know, Ugh. pretty depre- more depressing than that. <laughs> you know, losing players, you know, you, you know, Sean Payton left. Sean Payton left. Like, it's kind of crazy. You know, get replaced with D.A., um, you know, losing, you know, Teron Onstead, Marcus Williams. Malcolm Jenkins retiring. So it's been kind of a, you know, a bummer of an offseason. But, you know, for those moves to happen, just inject us with a little life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just a little life. Like, okay. Going after Vegas, it. man. You look at the Vegas odds for, like, the Super Bowl and, you know, uh, winning the division and stuff like that, and the odds going up. So, you know, it's, it's feeling good. It is.
1: What I want to say one, one thing because I, I, I meant to say it earlier and I almost forgot. If you are already a, a Patreon donator in your are contributing to the podcast, please, if you want access to the Twitter communities, although I don't suggest it, or more importantly, the Discord, please send Ryan or myself a DM on Twitter mm-hmm. um, so we can shoot you the, shoot you the link. Um, I'm pretty sure there's quite a few people who are Patreons that don't have the link um either you don't want to join or if you did like you haven't received it yet please get it to us so we can shoot it to you and then you can join you can join the discord um i want to so it's great seeing that that euphoric feeling um it's funny i was thinking about the them drafting chris olave and how we react we reacted at the at the mexican at the mexican restaurant And last night we said it was like they had won a playoff game. You know what it really reminded me of was um, if you remember when they go into, like, the war room of teams after they draft, like, the player that they wanted and all, like, (laughs) nigga, that was us. That (laughs) was us. You would have thought we dropped the high, bro. Exactly.
2: <laughs> like exactly. we
1: made the
2: call. <laughs> like we made the call, man. That's exactly what it, it was like. And I, um, you know, I always get a kick out of that, like how they celebrate that stuff. But that's that's imagine being there making the pick. So that's exactly what they feel like. <laughs>
1: that's how I felt,
2: bro. Like yes, we got him. Yeah. Us, um, man. We talked about this dude like day one, like when we started looking at the draft. You know what? In-
1: I, it's not even day one looking at the draft. I remember think I remember seeing him his junior season with Justin Fields. And, again, you go back and listen to previous episodes, um, but I said his 2020 film is much better than his tape last year just because uh-huh. he just had better rapport with Justin Fields. Like uh-huh. You go back and watch that game against Clemson, and I don't know why but his cut-ups of that entire game isn't – um on YouTube for whatever reason, but he wore out the Clemson secondary that game, bro. He was uh, and I remember that season, I said, man, I would love for the Saints to draft him. Because everyone thought he was going to declare last season. And he didn't. He went back to school. Um, so like my my kind of like him wanting to be a Saint started last season. So the fact that he ended up a like two seasons after that is kind of wild. <laughs> like it's yeah, just shit that typically does not happen. But anyway, let's let's talk about let's talk about Honey Badger coming home. Um oh. you can speak more to it, obviously, in terms of like the significance it means to the state of Louisiana. It's a hundred percent gonna be the most bought jersey in the state of Louisiana. Hands down. Hands no down. uh but just talk about him coming home and what what that means to the state for someone who maybe like a is a Saints fan like myself, but was not born in Louisiana. You know, maybe help us understand like what it, what it means to to the to the state.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, one, you know, just him being, you know, just one of the greatest LSU players to play, you know, for LSU. You know, he was, he was just a dog, man. He was a dog. He was a playmaker, um, just swag, just dripper with swag. And, you know, for New Orleans folks, man, you know, he was a New Orleans boy. You know what I'm saying? With the St. Aug High School, was a baller in high school. Um, I remember hearing about him, I think about his senior year. I used to hear about him at, uh, at St. Aug, went to LSU, dogged out there, and he just had that New Orleans – you know, that just knew all his flavor to him. And everybody just loved him, man. You know, he just is he a trendsetter. He had, the, you know, the gold hair. And, the, you know, he just, you know, me we, we mugging the camera after pick six, arms folded, pissing off the, you know, off the white commentators. They're like, oh, this, is, this isn't this a classy thing to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> You know, piss them all, We just loved it, bro. Like, that's just that stuff we just love <laughs> we just love that type of shit man and right. he, you know he just and when the whole thing went down when you know when you know uh he got he got suspended um that final year and all that you know got caught up with the you know hanging with the wrong crowd you know because dudes from you know if you know about new orleans you from the seventh wall you know about the seventh wall you know you know what i'm saying like he, he got caught up in all that. You know what I'm saying? He got caught up in that whole lifestyle, you know, and and he, but he, he persevered, honestly. and He really did, man. He really did. And one of the things I remember, you know, so many Saints fans wanted to, wanted to draft him when he was coming out. And I was, I remember being like, I don't think he want to come. You know, I think he understands that the what he, he knows was best for him is to not be back in the waters. You know what I'm saying? And I understood. And I think, I think everybody knew that, you know. So um, him going to the Cardinals and just kind of, you know, working, with, you know, uh, Patrick Peterson playing with him and just, you know, just becoming just a professional and he has respect among the league, everybody respects him. Um, he's a, you know, he's a leader, bro. Like every way he's played, he's been a leader. So he's just one of those players that you know we just have, we just happy to have, especially Louisiana people. He's because he, uh, you know he's just a hometown boy you know. Um, as far as play on the field, you know we'll get to that later. But just the the personality aspect, the dude's is dude is a Louisiana star man. Like you know up there with you know Peyton Manning, um, you know all of, all the, so many you know Odell Beckham, all of, all great. And, he, and the thing he's part of that great Louis, uh, LSU team yeah. that was the championship and just you know just hit. Tons of NFL talent on it. I think just the cultural fit.
1: And I and I and I go back, this kind of goes back to Sean, right? And what he built. I shouldn't say he him in a vacuum, because it wasn't just him, but I think a lot of it was his vision, is what he built after kind of cleaning out some locker room personalities in 2015, 2016 with the Jimmy Graham thing, the Kenny Stills thing, the junior galette thing, Um, you know, just kind of got them out the locker room. And he just started building this, this culture of players that had swag, but they're also accountable. They were dogs for the most cut, for the most part, clean cut ish dudes, but you know, he just built this culture in this locker room that, when I think of him being added to it, it's just like a, okay. a, like a perfect fit, man. Right. And right. him, Demario, like now it's like who who gonna lead like the team huddle before games? Is it gonna be is it gonna be TM? Is it gonna be Demario? You know, you got you got CD Deuce like like I can just see him and you know Ter- Teron and CD just being. BFFs, man, just, like, just dogs on the field. <clears throat> and I'm not – it didn't – it wasn't lost on me that – and maybe it was just like this for, like, accounting purposes that he signed for, what was it, three three years, 33 million, which is, like, 0.5 more than what Eric Reid signed for with the Chiefs. It's like <laughs> –
2: which is and which is because he, he said that. He said he said, man, if they offered me a, a Reed contract, I would have took it. I would have took it, right? Yep. Um, so I know that
1: was kind of like a, a fuck you, like, and we we you know I wanna see what the contract actually looks like because I know there's some there's a buddy money on that shit. Mm-hmm. Um but I think we we've talked about this, right? We talked about it even last night, is like you're you're still a defensive led team and Uh you got to lean into that. So you got, you break, you brought in, uh, Matt, Matthew, uh, I think the next move should be fucking bringing Kwan back. Like just, just, if you go, if you're going to go that route, just go head first. Like don't even stick toe in it. Just, just dive into it. Um, let's talk about the, the defense, the Saints defense and where they where they are now and how it looks coming into this upcoming season. I'll say this. It is one of the most talented Saints defenses we've ever had. Oh, no question. No it, question about it. I, I would argue potentially last year to probably a little more – and I, and I guess it just – I don't want to say splitting hair, hairs, but I think what Marcus Williams could bring you as his range, I think, can't really be understood um, from, like, a casual football fan's perspective. Right. It, it just – it can't be – you can't kind of wrap your head around it. But that said, I, I'm going to – I'm going down through – I'm going to go gonna name the defensive starters, right? You have Marcus Davenport. You yeah, have David motto Potentially starting next to him. I don't know. Maybe Catavia Street. Maybe Sha Tuttle. Like The second difference tackle is still kind of a question mark. Got Cam Jordan. And then I'm assuming we're going to see a lot of first slash Peyton Turner rotate in. Linebackers, you got Demario Davis. You got Pete Warner. Corners on the outside, you got Marshawn, who played like a top three cornerback last year. You got Paulson Adebo, who started as a rookie as a third round pick and had his up and downs for, but for the most part looked pretty fucking damn good as a rookie cornerback, especially being drafted in the third round. You got, CD, you got CD deuce in the slot. You got Bradley Roby, you know, can play interchangeably. in that safety, you got Marcus may who was playing well before he tore his Achilles for the jets. Um, you got PJ Williams um, to come in kind of play that third safety spot. And you got Teron Matthew. Dennis Allen has so many things he can do defensively, disguise-wise, being interchangeable. Ooh, bruh. Like, on paper. On paper. The, the amount of coverages DA can run is huge. Oh. But I'm going to say this though, and I—I'm I, and not being facetious, and I'm trying not to be hyperbolic when I say it. Even with Honey Badger coming to the Saints, this defense being very good to being great hinges on Peyton Turner. Mm-hmm. I truly—I literally,
2: literally wanted to tweet that today. I wanted to tweet that today, but I just didn't want to bring any negativity. No, I get it, but it's—but I.
1: Like, if Peyton Turner could be, I, I don't want to make comparisons, but if he could just be a disruptive force 60% yeah. of the game
2: ish, then you're dealing with a whole different type of thing, man. Absolutely. Because think about it. Then you've got, you know, let's look at the depth chart. You know, you got Davenport, Peyton Turner, you got Taco Charlton. You know, look, whatever we get from him, great. You know who I
1: forgot though? The guy who played great for them last year as a sneaky um, signing
2: that we didn't think much about is Tano, bro. Tano, Tano, Tano will be back. You got Cam Jordan. You got, you know, Big Creek. You know, that's a lot of pass rush, bro. That's a lot of pass rush. That's just your outside pass rush. Right. You know, you still got David and Yamada. We'll see how Street comes along. You know, we remember him destroying Drew Brees' ribs. We winning, (laughs) bro. Malcolm, you know, yeah, Malcolm Roach, you got the rookie Jordan Jackson, you got, you know, Shy Tuttle coming back. Somebody you know, get Al- cut, Ruggins. bro. Oh, somebody gonna get cut, you know, you know, it could be uh, Jalen Dalton, I like them, but it's gonna be somebody, bro, because, I mean, they they got a D-line, bro, and that's the thing, like, you know, uh, Marcus May, he hadn't played with a defensive line like this, so. That's true, that's a good I point. Th- that's a great point, man. If, he, if he's healthy, you know, you could see him have, and look, man. Jets have been kind to us, man. We've been, we've been rebuilding right, this from the over the years. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jonathan Vilma, Demario guy, Davis. Maybe, maybe that's the only two, but you know what I'm saying. Like, maybe let's just keep it going, man. Like, so if you know if they could just string it all together, you know, stay relatively healthy, you know, because there will be injuries. Um, but I like the depth. Yes. pretty much on all parts of the offense. But like you said, man, Peyton Turner. He's the key, man. If he could be be a disruptive force, it's just so much flexibility. And you're not depending on Cam Jordan to be like a a 12, 13 set. No, yeah, you're not depending on him to be like, just be good. Just be good, Cam Jordan. You could move him inside and outside and all around. you You know, Marcus Davenport, if he could just be healthy. Um, like he was for the most part last year. He was, you know, for the most part. he but for he the most part, years. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he showed out like when Cam when he came back, that allowed Cam Jordan to be great. And so, pitch get, just getting all the keys back together, man, it'll be huge. And then, you, you know, I like the coaching staff we have on defense, man. Like you I get, do, I do. You Got Chris Rashard. You know, obviously, Da, he's the lead dog. He's gonna control his defense, but. Chris Rashard, he really understands coverages. He's not beholden to, like, cover three or nothing like that. He's just a smart dude. So he's going to coach these guys up and, you know, put them in a position to succeed, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever that might be. We, you know, you're going to see a lot of mixed coverages. You know, D.A. always talked about interch- interchangeable pieces in the secondary, and that's what you get with people like Tyran, people like P.J., CeeDee Deuce, those dudes are interchangeable. They could, they don't have to play in the box. You know, CeeDee Deuce can man up a tight end. Tyran Matthew can man, man up a tight end. Tyran Matthew can blitz. CeeDee Deuce can blitz. PJ Williams can blitz. You, you know, have no you idea just, what's coming, bro. You have no I idea. Have no idea. But you know, Marcus May can blitz and can play coverage. You just don't know. So it just frees up things. It's gonna be different. You know, a lot of people was trying to compare. You can't compare none of those players to Marcus Williams. They just can't do it. Can't do it. It's just, it's just different. It's not can't about it, metal or worse. It's just different, man. They do different things. But, you know, with the right, with the right approach, it can be great. Now, I will warn Saints fans to kind of be prepared, especially early in the season, for, like, miscommunications. And you might see a leaky bus here and there because we've seen it, even with, you know, these – the defense we had the past couple of years, you know, it, it kind of takes a while because they like – the Saints like to mix it up so much. You're going to have a little bus here and there where, you know, the communication isn't all there. And, you know, by the time, you know, last two years, it got really good because they played together. Marcus, Marcus – uh, Malcolm Jenkins just knew everything that was going on. You know, Marcus Williams knew everything that was going on and everything was just beautiful. But that takes time, so – i just say, you know, just kind of like something to keep in the back of your mind. Don't freak out if in week two, you know, they're blowing up busted coverage, you know, for 90 yards or something. It doesn't mean your secondary, secondary is garbage. I mean, it just takes a little time to get there. But hopefully, you know, that doesn't happen a lot.
1: I will say, yeah, that, and that's a that's a great point. And, well, again, that's why it's going to be fun and interesting to watch these, these Zoom live streams during the preseason. 'Cause we'll get to see a little bit of that I, something I, I that I noticed in the Ravens game, preseason game that that does that, this past season is when the Saints were on defense, the communication skills was just through the roof, bruh. Like huh. you could you could see it. Like they were checking with each other. And if it was man coverage, <clears throat> excuse me, especially. What you could tell what they were doing is they were te- reminding each other of what the switch was, right? Remember yeah. those? Yeah, remember I those Devin bro days,
2: bro. That Odell, oh, yeah. didn't know what to do with those <laughs> bunches, of- <laughs> that bunch and pick routes, bro. We could could not <laughs> figure it out. That was that was the killer because it's a could- man killer. We like to run man, and if you're if you want to kill man, man beaters. You just the man beaters out the bunches. But man, watching them point them out, boom. You get him, I get him. Again, yep. Good, good. Okay, let's go. And then I loved it, bro. It was just <sighs> like, that's porn. That's like it was, oh, bro. Like brought a tear to my eye, like,
1: <gasps> oh, my <goodness. laughs> it made me emotional. Um, so watching it in preseason and seeing how they kind of deal with little stuff like that, um, is gonna is gonna be interesting. Um, I'll say this. Too, and I think it's something that that kind of, uh, Terran doesn't have the luxury of having a Patrick Mahomes at quarterback anymore. No. He doesn't have the luxury of playing for the Chiefs where it's like, uh, like we can kind of like not, you know, not go hard, but we can, you know, pick it up. Like, I get you play in the NFC, it's gonna be the NFC South, but like, them taking the plays off,
2: kind of thing, like. Nah, like, yeah, all that, you know, that, you know, he he got to play in that, two thousand, you know, two thousand eleven Saints defense mentality. Like, man, look, just let's just keep him under thirty. We good, you know what I'm saying? Right. Nah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, bro. Like, we got to defend every blade of grass, Every one, you know? bro. And he could do that, man. I always think about can't remember the year. I don't know if it was 14. I think it was 2015 when he was with the Cardinals. We played them week one. And, man, I remember 100 was just living in the backfield, bro. I was just like, God damn. Oh, you know, it was,
1: it was, it was 2015. 15, be- yeah. Because I actually had bought – it was week one. I had bought a ticket to go to that game. And I was going to drive to Arizona, but I had just started at Probations Academy and didn't know if I wanted to, like, do a day trip and drive all the way to Arizona on Sunday morning, go, and then come all the way back and then have to be up on Monday at 4 a.m. Because we all carpooled to to the academy. And so I had bought the ticket. I couldn't, for whatever reason, I wasn't able to sell it. And that was just money that I just ate. And then I remember watching that game at home, and that was Stefan Anthony, and this nigga was like, got lost on uh, David Johnson for like the game when <laughs> touched that. And I was
2: coaching, terrible. Yes,
1: and I remember I was like, I could have been at this game.
2: <laughs> now, to be fair, you know, that was Honey Badger seven years ago, so you know, you had a couple of ACLs since then. You know, so he's not the same dude, you know, he's 30 years old, but just a you know, veteran savvy to know what he's seeing, you know, just like we got from Malcolm Jenkins these past couple of years, man, where, yeah. you know, his athleticism wasn't what it used to be, but you're just so smart to diagnose things just so quickly before the, before the ball is even snapped. Mm-hmm. That just helped, man. And I think just having all those players around him, uh, You know, even like with the Chiefs, you know, he had, you know, he had some talent on the Chiefs defense. But, you know, I put Saints defense above Chief Chiefs Oh, defense, easily. easily, easily. So, you know, um, I think he's just got he got more help to where it's not all on him. Because with the Chiefs, he just you can tell watching him. He just felt like he had to be the one to make a play sometimes to yes. get the ball back into Mahomes hands. So Mahomes can go and win the game. You know, it, that's not going to be. This type of well, we might need them to do that sometimes, but really, it's going to be about you know limiting points as much as possible, so the Saints' offense can you know get funky.
1: Um, yes, what, whatever the definition of, of funky may be, and you know, I I said this yesterday on the pod or last night on the pod, I should say, is like you know, I pretty much said like if Matthews like if, if if Honey Badger comes, I just I can't see them spending money on Honey Badger and um, Jarvis Landry and then Jarvis Landry quote tweeted you know, Honey Badger coming home and what's happening for him and everyone that says Twitter was Jar- I just, just please
2: <laughs> Like nigga, we, we coming for you too <laughs> I'm just saying if the Saints really want to blow the rooftop off and really just like, look, if will it work, will it not? Who knows? Will we we it, don't know. Will we it, don't know. Will it, you know, is it worth the money to do it? Don't know. But, like, if you just want, please, like, they put out a little uh, ride ride tweeting it out, you know, like a little questionnaire. Oh, the questionnaire, the right. Like, oh, you know, why is why is playing attendance going down? Is it because of Mike Thomas injury? Is it because of Drew Brees left? Like, no, motherfucker. Because shit is boring to watch. Like, boring. Like, <laughs> So, like, if you want to blow the rooftop off and get asses in the seats, bring LSU, two LSU boys, Jarvis Landry, and you got Tyron Matthew. Oh, and they're also good players. Like, they are good players. Yes. they not like just bringing them in yes. because they got names. They're actually good players that can contribute for your team in positions of need. So, just do it. Do it. Like, nobody will – like give you a F grade for it. Like you no won't one. be hurt by it. Like, just do it, man. Like figure it out. I don't know the numbers. I don't know where St. Cellar Cap is and all that stuff. But Kai holly man, bro. Like that dude can figure that shit out, man. Yeah, can figure is, it out. A, that's a that's a walking accountant, bro. I mean, how much we paying Traequine? Like what four five million or something? It's like, come on nah. <laughs> is it no? There's no way. It's something like that, right? It was,
1: he brought, he came back for, now I gotta look it up. He came back for two years. I think it's like two million. Okay. All right. Because it was a, I, was a I, year, I think it was a two year deal. No, okay, so it's it's two year deal, six million dollars. So he's getting three 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 million, million a year. Okay. So but it's, still, it's like, come you, on, man, like, come on. Fucking pay, fucking trick, you know, three million. Like, you say you can't drive a land, you can't figure out how to get to, Nine or nine or ten, and like knowing the same, bro, that nine or ten would just be like what, like a
2: signing bonus, right? right. Just pay it up front. <laughs> pay it up front, man. Write that check. Keep it moving, man. Like the dude is gonna, he's been productive. Yes. He's, you know, regardless of the quarterback he's playing with. So, like, bring him on down, man. Just if he's willing to do it, at least give it a right. shot.
1: Just think of what our perception would be. For the offense. Oh. If if the offense is potentially AK, and I think as AK's courts get suspended more and more, or kind of gets continued more and more, the potential suspension for him may get put off. Like, he might not even get suspended this season. It may be like a next year, next season type of suspension. Potentially, right? Oh, but, oh. but you have AK. You got whatever version of Mike Thomas we get back. Let's, let's say he's 80%, 75% of old Mike. You have Olave. You have Chris Olave. I'm sorry. You have Olave. You have Jarvis Landry. Like, that nucleus in itself? Like, you can – and then, in theory, your offensive line, besides right guard, should be better – you know, especially if you have invested in a, you know the 19th pick in an offensive tackle, you you would assume he starts, but maybe he doesn't. Maybe he starts off as just being an extra six uh, offensive lineman coming in on on you know different type of downs. Like that is that gets shit that that gets you going. Like as a right. fan, you should be like,
2: shit, we have like a an offense that could maybe be because
1: that offense would just need to be like top 15ish, Right? right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: Now you're looking at like a like a playoff team. Yes. Now you're looking like a serious playoff team. Yes. 100%. So that's that's why I'm just like, man, come on, Saints. Like, if you're gonna do it, do it. Don't have, you know, don't have sell yourself, man. Like, go all the way. Like, go all the way. Can't get, can't get halfway pregnant, bro. Just, I'm saying, man. Like, if that's the case, don't. If that's the case, don't sign Tyrimat. You know, you know, keep that money. <laughs> like Clint said, don't, don't give me hope. <laughs> don't give me hope
1: bro. <laughs> give me hope bro um uh, i'll say this you know i i think it was a damn good signing um and i have my expectations for the defense this season as for sure it's it's better bro because i'll say this bro if they didn't sign honey badger we could have been looking at Daniels Horinson starting. I don't care what anyone tells me. I, I I firmly believe that. Firmly believe that. Um. Also, I'll ask you this, and I I'm assuming he doesn't make the team. I'm assuming he's going to get cut. But if you're able to, what do you think you could get for Zach Bond? Like a a,
2: a sixth, a seventh. Nothing. Maybe a conditional seventh. Yeah, I can see the Patriots don't. Like yeah, like yeah. just like Trey Patriots, like, hey, you know, if he plays this many games or so yeah. you know, makes the makes the 53 man roster. He, like that's it, man. Like, cause he ain't yeah, done nothing. He's done nothing. Nothing. Nothing, man. Like he had a good preseason game. You know, like a decent week one last year, and then look, this got abused against Sam Darnold? It's like, what What are you giving for that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do it, bro. I just wish, I just wish, I, I really want to know. I just wish I could sit down with D.A. just for five minutes, you know, and just be like, like, what are your thoughts on Zach Bond? Like, what was the plan?
0: What Why did I not wrong?
2: use him as a pass rusher? What he did in college. Wait, right. you know. like, why why not? Why not use him as like an Andy Bar? Poor man's Andy Barr? Well, man, Andy Barr. I, I, I just wanna know.
1: Um yeah, I, I don't think he's a part of the Saints next next season. Um nah. Nah, he's he's probably getting cut. I'll ask you this. We, we're talking about offense.
2: Would, would, you, would you would you bring back Jared Cook on a one year deal? Man, look at no Saints fans. don't want my Go ahead, bring it back, bro. I want it, bro. Just say it, bro.
1: <laughs> you don't. Know, you know shit. You're, the state of the tight end position of the Saints is bad. When you and I would rather them bring back Jared Cook on a one year deal rather than watch Adam Trout, uh, Adam Troutman, and Juwan Johnson attempt to play football at the tight end position, bro. Like. <laughs> Like do you know how sad that is? Man, man. Like the thin dudes could have drafted a tight end, a tight end one with the, in the second round. <laughs> they got a cornerback who I don't know who's gonna see the field, bro. Like unless it's special teams, which sure. But like I don't I don't know how you're gonna see the field. I don't know, man. I
2: don't
1: know. Uh I will say I'm excited. Cause you know we won't get preseason games until August ish, but man, like I'm excited for the preseason to start, and I say that now and then. By like the second game, I'm like okay, but I'm excited to watch these preseason games with with the rest of like Saints Twitter and our and our and our Patreon group, bro. Because I we we gonna be cutting up watching the preseason bro. games, bro.
2: <laughs> I need that <it>. cutting up, bro. <laughs> Cause preseason is always fun, man. Because then you have like some of these UDFA's that break out. Yeah, you know. So it's always fun, and then you you know you get to hear about like all through training camp. You hear about certain players that come preseason. Where they at? <laughs> Nobody. <All right>. Emmanuel <laughs> like, Butler, bro. Butler still waiting. Still
1: waiting, bro. a ball. yeah Uh, Also, just getting back to like Huddy Badger, I could probably say this. And the Saints have the one uh, like with this current defense, the top three most physical defenses in the NFL. Oh,
2: bro. Just physical attitude. um, Just pestering, like a pestering defense. Like offenses will hate this. Hate. Absolutely. Hate them, bro. (laughs) They are all pestering, man. Like even like dudes like smoke. Like, I don't know if he makes the team or not, but, like, like that dude's smoke is pestering. You know what I'm saying? That <laughs> dude's Tyron Matthew, um P.J. Williams taking knees out. You know what I'm saying? like
1: <laughs> P.J. always going low,
2: nigga. P.J. going low, taking knees out, man. <laughs> like, they will hate this defense, bro. Hate them, bro. And hate look, him. man, like, that's if that's what we want to hang our head on, like, let's go. I'm with yeah. it. That's why – I, as much as
1: we did not like the pick, and hope hopefully you know, um, Taylor from Tennessee makes us eat our you know makes us eat crow just like Pete Warner did. Um, but as bad as we like, as much as we were down on Pete Warner, I I do think, and we were talking about Pey- Peyton Turner just playing and playing well. Like if Pete Warner takes another step, like that's going to be huge. But I feel like. If you bring Quan back, and the way he at times were able to cover tight ends and running backs in the flats at times, bro, that was just so crucial to our defense.
0: Crucial
1: oh, yeah. to it, and it stuck like that. To me, is <clears throat> worth like a minimum
2: contract, or whatever, whatever that looks like. Absolutely, like bring him back, man. Like what's what's taking slow.
1: Can we talk about this whole UFA tender that I had no fucking idea about? Please, bro. Like, so basically there so there's different types of tenders in the NFL. And I'm talking about the app, you, you freaks out there. I'm talking about, like, T-E-N-D-E-R. Um, you know, there's a franchise tender. There's the transition tag. So the franchise tag, transition tag. And then there's tenders where, like, you, you know... If a player went went undrafted, you can assign like a tender to them. That if they sign with another team, then that other team has to provide you whatever draft pick you tendered the player at. So there's a tender called the UFA tender. I don't. I let I, I me look at it real quick because I sent it to you earlier. So it's the UFA tender, which stands for <clears throat> the undrafted free agent tender, and it means that if a player signs with a new team before July 22nd or the first day of training camp he would he would count toward he would count towards the compensatory pick formula. otherwise the team that tenders so if the player doesn't sign before with another team before July 22 the the team that places the tender on that player only has the rights to negotiate with that said player had crazy. no had no idea that existed no clue never heard of it never and so I guess two players today got it so Melvin Ingram of the Chiefs got it and then there was another player from another team that I believe that got it or I don't know if they're both Chiefs player or or a different player but that is that is wild. That is wild to me like I follow in the NFL extremely closely. I know most things in the NFL had no idea that such a tender even existed. Oh it was it was Justin Houston so Melvin even got it from the Chiefs, and Dustin Houston got it from the Ravens. Like, I'm trying to think who we could have used that all. I would say, like, I don't know if it counts now because he visited with the Jets, but you could theoretically have used it on Quan, right? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, so if if they sign with the new team before the date, then they'll count towards the contingency content- period. Can- <laughs> Uh, the comp pick formula if they remain unsigned, then the 2021 squad will have ex- exclusive negotiating rights, meaning that the player will either return to the organization or will sit
2: unsigned. <laughs> what, how, how, how have I never heard of this? Like, oh, you got no. new?
1: <laughs> I've never heard of it. But yeah, like they could have, they could. I don't know if they still can, again, because he went and visited a team like the Jets. But like, I would imagine the Saints could apply this tender to Juan Alexander and basically be like, if you sign with another team, you're not, you know, we, it doesn't mess, it'll mess up our comp pick formula, which I don't think they potentially maybe not care about. But if you don't sign with another team, uh, you can only negotiate with us. But that's it. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. That's wild, son. Wow. So we're wrapping this up. We didn't want this to be a full episode. But, again, it's the NFL. Want to hit on it real quick. This nuke suspension, bro? Six games? Nuke Hopkins? Not going to be there for the Cardinals? He's feeling uh, kind of nasty in Arizona, bro. Yeah, man. And it sounds like, like the Cardinals knew the suspension was coming, which made them you know, move towards like the the Marquise Brown trade. And I was like, uh, so you're so you knew that New Copkins was gonna get suspended for six game, so you thought trading the 23rd overall pick to Hollywood Brown? What? <laughs> what like uh, I, I I talk about the Saints bad decision making quite a lot, bruh.
2: That is awful. But then, in a, in a draft with like twenty <laughs> wide receivers, like, <laughs> like again, I'm, I, I
1: can't speak for him in totality because of you know there's off-field stuff with him. There was like the character stuff. You're telling me that at 23, you, if I had an option of uh, maybe drafting George Pickens, uh, Christian, Christian Watson, bro. Getting one of them dudes before I fucking trade for a Hollywood fucking Brown. But but let's not forget they Hollywood Brown played with Kyler at Oklahoma. Maybe this is kind yeah. of like
2: a here right you right go. In.
1: Here Kyler, here you go, yeah, you here's, your, your good here's your buddy. <laughs> like, just just say it, bro. But just just talk, like just quick, like the whole. Mess in Arizona. You have the whole Kyler situation, which just is just uneven. I don't care what's coming out of either of their mouths. It's it's awkward. It's weird. So you have the shit with Kyler. New Copton is gonna miss six games. And so right now your starting receivers are uh Hollywood Brown, AJ Green, and Rondell Moore. I uh, uh, if you I mean, we're gonna do the the Saints Twitter. Uh, Fantasy football league, but uh, I'm I'm ca- I'm bringing all I'm cashing in all the bets on Trey McBride, bro. <laughs> get, 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 it's gonna man gonna get worked. <laughs> you get you go. You have plenty of shares. It just seems like a team that is just floating in the
2: like wrong direction. Yeah, and look, man. Like, hey, man, maybe next year the Saints might have a chance at Colin. Oh, you. You never know. I, I mean, I know we
1: ain't got no first round pick, no, but first true. round. But I, I, I know it, and this would be the most things thing ever. Well could you see it? Hypothetically, the Cowboys have a down, have a down year, which I could see. Wouldn't it be surprised if the Cowboys had a down year at all, at uh, all. And um, Mike McCarthy gets fired. Cow, you know, Jerry goes big fish go big fish hunting he finally gets sean payton cowboys give up two first round picks trade for sean payton then mickey and 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 jeff then take those two first round picks and trade for kyler like or you know probably wouldn't just take two first round picks would be more but they would use at least those picks to try to like that wouldn't that be like that wouldn't shock me at all wouldn't shock me in the least
2: no that wouldn't it wouldn't shock me whatsoever all. I think they're kind of I think they're kind of depending on them for payton picks, bro. Oh, that's dangerous, bro. I, I don't Dang. think like it it feels like
1: they are banking on on them getting something back for him.
2: Absolutely.
1: But they gotta realize that the longer he doesn't come back to football, like the the less value that they're gonna get. Exactly. Because the worst thing for them is Sean Payton, he you know he's he's signing a contract with Fox to be a studio analyst. Sean so may be like, man, I don't gotta stress about gameplay yeah, and shit no more. I can just talk football like and get this. get paid. Shit. I don't know, but Sean just strikes his just personality, man. Like he just he's just so competitive. Like, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Like so, but it just really feels like they're just kind of and this is something. I he, got, about. he
2: got time. It's not like he's you know 70 years old, so he could. True, he true. Do, you know, like Gruden, like he can do like five, six, seven years and still come back to coaching. You know what I'm saying? Like, Very you know, There's no rush. There's no rush to it.
1: Something I will say, though, and this is something I learned a long time ago, something that you know my family taught me, and I'm talking to the Saints, bro. You can't couch chickens before they hatch, bro. Ah. Uh, can't, can't couch chickens before they hatch.
2: Can't do it. Who's like that, boy? Can't do it. Like, if you just I think so. I do it all so- the time. I do it all the time. I'm going to have this much money. Blah, blah, blah. oh oh nope, Nope. No, don't do that. Don't do it.
1: That. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's how you, then you end up counting, like, Ness, bro. Just doing your taxes. Just trying to figure shit out. Like, oh, shit. Oh. Like, I, yeah, must- I, got
2: a- I got a penis here?
1: <laughs> i just calculated, But. Anyway, we just wanted to get this episode out. Uh, emergency episode. Uh, finally, like a, a good, finally like a good emergency episode, bro. We've been doing some depressing emergency episodes. I you know, right? So I think this might be one of like the the better ones, bro. We did the Malcolm Deacon's emergency episode shot, Peyton stepping Down emergency episode, all the Deshaun Watson's emergency episode. <laughs> finally a good one, bro. Finally a good one. I'm glad. But, but hopefully within maybe a week or so, maybe we we'll might doing be doing another good emergency episode of Jarvis Landry signs. But hey. we'll, 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 we'll hold on, we'll, we'll wait and see. But that said, as a Saints fan, like gotta be happy. Like, and I think now, and this is gonna go down to coaching, but I do think I I, I now see them as a playoff team in the NFC. Before the Mm. draft and before the signing, I was very skeptical, but now I I can kind of firmly see them as a playoff team in the NFC. Mm.
2: I think so, man, because one, the NFC does not impress me. No. Falcons don't. um, Cardinals don't. You know, Tampa is Tampa. Um, It's going to be a dog fight. I know we've, you know, we've beat them handily over the last couple of years, but you know, you can't, you know. You can't count stand, on that every season. Yeah. Yeah, you can't count on that. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be a dog fight, man. But I do like our chances, you know. I do like which is crazy to say, you know, just at this point, you know, on this tenure of the Saints, that they do got a chance to be a playoff team. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And I feel a lot more confident about that. Bef- like now that I did pre-draft, oh, I think. No question. Oh. I think like the Chris Olave selection in itself kind of just changes the whole entire dynamic of the offense. It really does. Yeah. And I'm and i not saying, I'm not trying to be hyperbolous when I say that. Like that is a true statement. Like he can come in and it might be a little hard as a rookie, but like mm-hmm. he could be a, le- a legit wide receiver too as a rookie.
2: I mean, and, Greg Rosenthal, Greg, Greg I think he's going to have the, you know, the most yards as a rookie of all the wide receivers.
1: I can see it, bro. I really could.
2: I'm like, ooh, why not you shut up, Greg? i like, put that shit out there.
1: I hate when Greg do that, man. <laughs> me, y'all, Greg always put the jigs on us, bro. <laughs> always put the jigs on us. But, like, even Greg, you know, he, he, he uh, texted me. He's like, man, this – this Olave drafted ty- ty- and He's like I might have to become a Saints fan again. You know what, Greg? I mean, that's fine, but you don't gotta write about it.
2: You know, just just be don't a, just, write about it, man. Yeah, be a, you know, fine. Keep, keep it in the DMs. Keep
1: it in text. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But anyway, we're gonna get out of here. We'll be back. Um, we do like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we do have some guests um, lined up. We might, we're gonna try to get Greg Cosell come on here. Talk about the Saints draft class. I know Greg ain't going to need – I know after round one, Greg ain't going to know any of these dudes, bro. <laughs> it's
2: okay, bro. Greg going to be like, uh, you know, I haven't watched him yet. I watched over 300 players, but Elante Taylor, this is one I ain't come across.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: funny because it's true shit, bro. You know, he ain't damn Elante Taylor, bro. <laughs>
1: Anyway, we're going to try to get Greg Cosell to on the pot so he can break down the Sage Trap class in depth. <laughs> kind of just talk to him about schematically the defense. schematically. That's what I, is, that's what I really want to tell Oh, uh, You know, so I'll, that's – Greg is your responsibility to get – you reach out to Greg. We can get it set up. I don't care. I mean, I do care about the date and the time, so it <laughs> has to work with our schedule. But you reach out. We get it set up. I want Greg on this bitch and just talk about – like a football porn episode of just the off. What is Chris Olave drafting? How does that change the offense? You know, Honey Badger being Marcus May, how schematically, what are some things DA can do? bro? I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to talk about it. But we got some things in the pipeline um, coming y'all's way. So, you know, stay tuned, continue to support us, and we got y'all covered. So, with that, we're going to get out of here. Enjoy it. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the signing. Like, He's like honey badger came home, bro. Like that's big. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, so just enjoy it. Truly, truly enjoy it. With that, we'll we're we'll gonna get out of here. We'll be back. We're out. Peace.
0: Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app.